So if you would describe Margie Gessick as hard, how would you describe Margie Gessick out and back? Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> just don't do it. How, that, that's just simple enough. Just don't do it. In five years, do you think he'll do it? Oh, yeah, I'm going to do it. <laughs> everyone and welcome to the Dirty Chain podcast brought to you by Michigan Midpack Media, the podcast that covers the Michigan cycling scene from the viewpoint of the Midpacker. I'm your host Trevor and this is Sheldon. And on this episode we sit down with Upper Peninsula based racer rider Mark Krantz. Damn it Trevor, he's a youper. <laughs> There's a specific term, youper. You just showed your Indiana roots right there. Don't. <laughs> That's right, people. He's not originally from Michigan. Don't don't tell them that. <laughs> the torches are coming out. People are pissed. <laughs> On this episode, we sit down with Youper Mark Krantz. Is he a Youper? No, he he grew up. Now in he the, is. He's, once you move up there, you're a Youper. So and I now mean, that I moved to Michigan, am I a Michigander? No, never, <laughs> never. You might as well be from Ohio. <laughs> Those are <laughs> is, those are fighting words. Go back to Toledo. <laughs> I'm not from Toledo. Yes, I did grow up in Indiana, but I think we talked about that. Before. The next event when you see him with the Michigan mid pack on his shirt, make sure to heckle Trevor. I'll pass out the rotten fruit. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not Midwest mid pack. <laughs> New hashtag, maybe. New hashtag for those Listen, out, we, uh, for those outside of the mid. You can use Midwest mid pack. <laughs> <laughs> we accept all states in the Midwest. Okay. All right. Well, things went south. Yeah. No, but yes, uh, we recently had the opportunity to sit down with Mark Krantz, and Mark talked through his 2019 season. If you haven't been paying attention to Mark or haven't even heard his name, you need to start. Yeah, Mark's kind of been he's been making a name for himself for the last few years, but he's been flying pretty low under the radar. If you're if you're from outside Michigan, a lot of people probably don't know who he is. But if you start looking at his results, he's He's, he's out there. He's, he's making. He's up there in all the all the big he, races. He's for making sure. some splashes. Um, before and, before we get into that though, Sheldon, how's your week been in the mid pack? Oh, my week in the mid pack. I only did one ride this week. Um, Are you back in the mid pack? You kind of took a little break from. Yeah, it I took for, th- three and a half weeks off. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Coming back into the mid pack. Oh, the legs were not happy. Yeah, the legs felt every single well, one of those well, days uh, off. Last week or a couple of weeks ago, we we did a ride. Oh, it was yep. after Thanksgiving. The, right after Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah, the the Saturday after Thanksgiving. Well, I actually rode Thanksgiving morning too. Oh, I did like fifty or something. Oh, okay. Of gravel. Oh, very cool. But yeah, we went out solo. Yeah. Thanks for the invite. Uh, I don't. I don't even know what to say. <laughs> I'm just getting this condescending look from across the table. <laughs> I wouldn't have been able to do it. Yeah, anyways. I think you're out of town or having family or family, something. Family, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I just went out and did 50, and then what was the, it the next day? Saturday. Saturday. Saturday, we went out with a few friends and yep. just. I think we did about, what, 50 ish? 50. Yep. Yep. Uh-huh. 40, 50, something like that. It was cold. I was cold. <laughs> yeah. And it's just get, been getting colder. Yeah. Uh, those who aren't in the know, yesterday was Global Fat Bike Day. So we are. Recording this now on Sunday, December 8th. So yesterday, the 7th, was Global Fat Bike Day. And 
I mean, Sheldon, we are a little kind of out of the fat bike loop. Out of the fat bike loop. I mean, we're we know it exists. I showed up to Global Fat Bike Day on forties. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> people were kind of looking at me. I'm like, this is the fattest I got, people. But you did, you did go. Yeah, um, yeah. I, so locally, like, yeah. Like, yeah. So yesterday we had uh, it was hosted by one of the local mountain bike groups here in the Greater Lansing area, uh, Epic Mountain Bike. Mm-hmm. Um, they they hosted. It. There were all sorts of vendors. Where there. was it? Where where did it was it take at, place? Uh, Sleepy Hollow State Park up in. The Ovid Langsburg area. Okay. It's so, just kind of north of Lansing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I rode out. It was like 27 miles there each way. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, they, so they have two different trails out there. They have Red Loop, which I think they said is like 5.4 miles. And then there's Blue Loop that is 10.7 miles. And it goes all the way around Lo- uh, Lake Ovid. And uh, we had all different shops out there. Um, Eric Cycle was there, I believe. Uh, I think Denny's was there. And then the shop we ride for, Spin had a setup on the island. There's an island connected with a bridge. Okay. And they threw a party with a fire and all sorts of shots and bacon-wrapped donuts. I saw some pictures. I was pretty <sighs> I, I was pretty upset that I, I wasn't Well, I missed the island. To... I missed the sign for the island. So I, 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 got there, I got there late, so I didn't leave with, like, the big group. So I was just kind of ripping around on the trail on my bike, and I get back, and I'm talking to uh, our friend Dustin Derrick, who you're going to hear from later. Oh, yeah. Um, and I was like, where where are all the spin people? Where's the spin tent? And he's like, it's on the island. I'm like, where the hell's the island? <laughs> he goes, oh, it's halfway through Blue Loop. I was like, well, I'm not going to the island because I don't feel... Uh, on the trail, I had uh, gone off the uh, designated uh, area. Uh, There's part of the trail that was flooded, and... I ended up in ice water. I, do you think that if you had a proper fat bike that you wouldn't have had those issues of... Oh, no, because this, this, the area I rode through was legit, like, up to my bottom bracket So it water. wasn't, like, a mechanical issue or a, a, an issue of the uh, bike you chose. It was just you being me, 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 a, a me. real dummy. Yeah, me doing <laughs> dumb stuff, making bad decisions on bikes. Well, it's like, I'm Typical. going down the trail, and I'm like... Why are there no other bike tracks on here? Like the leaves were undisturbed. There was other sections of ice that wasn't broken. And then I all of a sudden saw this huge stretch of frozen over water that was like 25 feet long. And I was just like, none of the ice is broken. So clearly nobody's been through here. So I just gunned it and I got halfway through and my bike just stopped and I went shin deep and freezing cold ice water yeah. and i still had to ride home yes typical sheldon so tell me a little bit more about like <laughs> the the whole uh the event. the event itself i mean so, it's not it's not a race um were there quite a few people there there was uh i believe they said a, officially 254 people really and i think that's just the people that like uh were riding or well no did the facebook invite oh, okay. accepting um i think that's how they counted it i didn't do that and i know of other people so i i would guess there's closer to 300 people okay um there were all over the park there uh like in the main area where the um main meeting point was they had fire pits uh the uh the covered area has its own fire uh place and then there was just tons of food tons of food so just basically like a an event to celebrate Fat bikes or just riding in general. Get out with other cyclists. Yeah. Uh, try to ignore the cold. Yeah. Drink beer. Or make the best out of the beer weather. Yeah. And, and it, 
this food this is not food you're gonna find at a road event like there was like macaroni and cheese with pulled pork in it (laughs) this was like this was amazing (laughs) the food was pure carb loading um i mean this and this is a I mean, it's called Global Fat Bike Day. Oh, yeah. So I, if you if you looked at Strava yesterday, all over the world. Sure. I mean, it was like you were telling me you saw one in Iceland. Yeah. I saw them all over the state and even a couple out of the uh, out of the state on the East Coast. Uh, Brian from Mid Atlantic, mm-hmm. our friends at that podcast, he went out and did a fat bike ride. For yeah, it. I saw that too. Yep. Um, so it really is a, a global event, and it was awesome to have 300 people out there uh, yesterday. All these different um companies and groups from the greater lansing area and everyone's just hanging out drinking beers eating fatty food it was awesome that that's fantastic you you missed out i absolutely did but i mean as we've been talking the and last people were asking about you were they saying where's that hoosier that indiana guy <laughs> um no in the last couple episodes i mean we've been talking about fat bikes and the yeah. need for fat bikes you said you ran into dustin derrick yep. a friend of ours and he had some words of I don't know, encouragement or he, I feel like we were scolded, scolded. I think that's right. He, uh, Dustin called us and scolded us that we uh, definitely need to get fat bikes. So let's, right. let's Here, hear it. Here's our tongue lashing from, from for, Dustin. From Dustin Derek. Hey guys. Great podcast. This is Dustin, Derek, Colin. Hey man, I just got back from a fat bike ride and I was listening to you guys' podcast. Um, and I just wanted to say, guys, get a fat bike already. What are you guys waiting for? Um, yeah, I just wanted to talk about that because Trevor, you were saying like, Hey, I wanted to get out on a single track, but it was covered in leaves. That was exactly my experience today. I thought I was going to have to maybe even bail on some of the trail. Um, because of some of the thaw that we had, but I was still able to get a nice little ride in just from my little local trail system where I roll right out of my driveway, hopped on a couple local trails just to get my workout in, and and uh, it was awesome. It was only possible because I did have a fat bike. If you rode anything else, it would have, you know, probably thrashed the trail, et cetera, but uh, yeah, man, I ride an entry-level Craigslist special fat bike, nothing special, um, but it's you guys know me. I ride it, you know, quite a bit uh, through the winter. I kind of switch gears from riding road and some gravel and stuff uh, this time of year, just jumping on the fat bike. So I just want to call and encourage you guys to get one because you are exactly right. I ride some uh, trail that's extremely rooty, and uh, this time of year is covered in leaves. Yeah, they get slippery. The roots get slippery, but I haven't had, uh, you know, any issues. So, man, keep it up, guys. I love listening to it. You guys are awesome. Looking forward to doing some rides with you maybe in the spring or uh, if you guys get fat bikes this winter yet. So, all right, keep it up, guys. Talk to you later. Bye. Okay, okay, Dustin, we get it. We need a fat bike. Um, thank you for your calling, but yes, yes, yes. I mean, uh, we get it. Every time we go somewhere with uh, various teammates, I feel like this is starting to become like a reoccurring theme of, why don't you guys have fat tires? Yeah, and I'm so I've been just like stuck inside constantly riding my trainer. It's like the anti-fat bike. <laughs> You're really rebelling. <laughs> You're like, I, I hate the trainer so much, but uh, it's not. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's not on purpose. <laughs> it's just out of necessity. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, you know, I am bummed that I I didn't get to uh, experience the fat bike day. And uh, next year, man, next De- year, I 
yeah, I definitely recommend checking it out next year. I'll be there next year. I This was the first year I've gone, and uh, I get it. It was pretty cool. Hopefully next year I'll be able to check it out with a proper fat bike. I'll probably just be on fatter tires. <laughs> I don't think I'll have a fat bike by then. Um. Um, all right. Uh, you know, before we get into our conversation with Mark, I did want to bring up one other thing. It's December, and uh, we're getting to the end of the year. And it's kind of that time of the year when you look back and uh, kind of see, well, what what were the, the highlights and the lowlights? And so um, Sheldon and I were... Why, why is mine so unbalanced? <laughs> <laughs> Sheldon and I were talking, we think to, to wrap up the year, um, in a couple of weeks, we're going to have one more episode where Sheldon and I reflect about our... Uh, our favorite cycling events, our worst cycling events, our most memorable, most memorable, uh, most difficult, and um, we think it would be uh, pretty great if some of you shared your experiences with us as well. So, in three minutes or less, if you give us a call and share uh, an incredible experience or a a difficult experience, what, what's your best bike story of two thousand nineteen? In three minutes or less. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's and best could be positive or negative. Yeah, as long yeah. as it's a good story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what we want. We we just want to hear your best story. <laughs> Doesn't matter if it's at your expense. <laughs> so Sheldon and I will be reflecting uh, in the next episode. So uh, stay tuned for that. So Sheldon, Mark Krantz, man, what did you what did you think of Mark? Well, we need to plan our interviews with him better in the future because I want to have a beer with him. On his off season, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Uh, that that was such a pleasure of a interview to uh, to actually sit down and finally get to know him. Um, he he originated from this area. Yeah, you know, I I didn't know um, anything about Mark, and then yeah, it was like a year ago. I was on a on a local ride here, and he was down for the holidays, and I and I was introduced to him, and then he, he was telling me about his adventures up in the up and then he he would talk about margie and how he did margie every single year and then i'm like who in the world is this guy <laughs> i started following on strava and then, and then you notice like, he has like half the koms in the area and i was like what oh yeah and then i saw his name locally too like holding all the koms i'm like this guy is the real deal and so i started paying and paying attention to him this year and uh and so that, and then that leads us to to now, where we got to sit down and 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 talk with him. Like I said at the beginning, we we kind of talked through his 2019 season, how he got there in the first place, and when he started cycling, and then um, a little bit about Jeremiah Bishop, which was a cool, cool story, and uh, and then uh, and, and yeah, and I backed up my baby food. Yeah, that's I still don't agree <laughs> with that, but we'll let yeah we'll get to that. Um, yeah, why don't we why don't we hear our conversation with Mark? Or uh rather in the words of Mark Krantz himself, let's send it. Um what is the riding conditions like up north right now? Well, we had like 8 inches of snow and then it got really weird and it kind of melted. And Was... I haven't had a fat bike. Like my fat bike just got to Marquette like tonight oh really so i haven't even had a fat bike so i've just been like gravel riding what kind right of now. fat bike did you end up getting uh 509 they 509. uh that sounds familiar is that yeah. the brand yeah they're oh, out okay. of green bay oh, okay. Broken cool. okay okay yeah. so they give me a fat bike every year and i race that for them nice. and 
Titanium, carbon. Titanium. Titanium. Yep. Yeah, last two years has been steel, but this year, upgrade. Nice. <laughs> but staying nice. with metal. Yeah, staying, staying with metal. metal. Very yep. nice. Very nice. Um, Are you particular about that? Not really. Or is that like their their that, thing that's is metal? their thing. Okay. Like, okay. So up until now, it's like I've been doing like pretty much I upgraded from like aluminum and I just went straight into carbon and that's all I've been like racing on. And actually next year I'm going to have, including this fat bike, I'm going to have two more titanium bikes that I'm going to be racing on. So I'm pretty All much, from 509? No, I'm, I'm racing for Enclave cycles coming, starting. Now where are they out of? They're in Green Bay as well. Okay, so yeah, yeah. Wow. So, so they so five hundred nine does fat bikes uh-huh. and a gravel bike, and then Enclave they do mountain bikes and gravel bikes, and I'm going to be racing their gravel bike, and then they're going to do a uh, mountain bike for me. So they're so single speed. That's that's a and that's a new thing for 2020. Yeah. Oh, yep. cool. So cool. their their gravel bike is it. Is it more the adventure style gravel, or is it kind of the more the cyclocross gravel? So, like, that, what kind of tire clearance are we talking? I have to remember. I, I don't know. What we I mean, decide. I feel like if it's a Mark Krantz gravel bike, it's got to be uh, well. Like, I, I, I see you got to fit like at least like yeah, two inch. <laughs> well, yeah, two inch. That's what you win Crusher on. Is two inches. No, that's, that's exactly. <laughs> that's, exactly. <laughs> that's all you need. <laughs> no, so like these bikes are like custom made. So I had I like said what i wanted and uh-huh. designed it geometry all that and voila here we go bike fantastic so that's cool yeah it's all I'm... custom for me which is kind of cool now do you, do you write Definitely a cool. do you ride a tighter geometry or do you prefer more of a relaxed because you do such long mm-hmm. distance um it's it's tighter but it's also like i want i have like a really short torso mm-hmm. and really long legs so i need to have like a larger bike just because of my long legs but as far as like cockpit wise because i'm used to the 1996 stump jumper i like that tight <laughs> cockpit did and you request uh rim brakes and everything oh, like, yeah, no yeah, we don't yeah, we don't yeah, do yeah, that yeah, anymore yeah, yeah we, i want rim brakes and disc i want both i want a r- backups yeah i want to stop <laughs> yeah after iceman you're like i need backups yeah yeah i need backups backups Oh, I love that race. That <laughs> oh, awesome. my rear brake, oh. gone. <laughs> it was brand new. I think the pads had like three or four rides in them. And mm-hmm. like after that, like five miles ago, you could just full squeeze. And I was like, oh, I have no rear brake. I was like coming down some of the hills. I'm like, lean back, front brake. <laughs> what, what were you riding? I, you had a lefty fork on it. Yeah. Were so, you riding a Cannondale? Nope. That was an Enclave. Okay. So they, that mm. was the first race I rode for them. That was... That was just one of the bikes they had. They had the frame sitting on the side, and they're like, so they "We want you to, on it? yeah, we want you to race Iceman." And I'm like, "Okay, <laughs> I'll race Iceman." It's, like a, it's a close race for yeah. you. <laughs> and then I was like, "Ooh, man, I haven't done anything below like 50 miles this year." Okay, well, this is gonna be interesting. Um, did you go do a century beforehand? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually, well, the weekend before, I actually did a hundred, almost 150 mile bike packing tour in the UP. That got interesting. When you had eight inches of snow, probably. No, that was that was fine. Oh, it was before the snow. Yeah, it was before the snow. Oh, okay. Even though I did sleep in a ditch and it rained that night. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, how 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 much before Iceman was this? Like a week and a half? You said that was like the week before. The week before. Okay, yeah, so yeah, I was like time Sunday. To, yeah, it was like Sunday. You had days. I yeah, mean, you that... had a couple days. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a warm up ride for Mark. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was warm up. 
Right, that's but that I mean that is a totally different type of race than you're mm-hmm. used to. Yeah, um, now, I love the pictures because you're supermaning with your with your jacket. That jacket, yeah. The jacket or was it your wind vest or was it a jacket? That was a rain jacket <laughs> that I had on. I had it on for the start because I'm like, ah, it's kind of cold, and I like had it on, and I'm like sitting there, and I'm like, oh, well, this is nice and warm. I'll take it off when we get close to the start, and I just totally forgot about it. And we're going through the front stretch. I look down. I'm like. Oh man, I still have it on, and that thing's like tight on me. So it's like, well, I guess I'm just sending it. <laughs> Whatever. This, every photo was just Are priceless because uh, it's just full flap in the wind. Yeah. Did, did Rob take those pictures? Where'd you get those pictures? Those, those were Rob. those were Rob's pictures. Yep. We should we should see if we could. Uh, link to we, some we, of those because those no, are we're gonna those be are inter- fantastic. Yeah. yeah, we're gonna be interviewing Rob over the winter. Yes. And. Uh, yeah, we, we definitely need to contact him about mm-hmm. photos. Yeah. Yeah, one's Rob and then one's Chris Schmidt. Chris is from okay. the UP. Okay. So. Okay. Yep. Is he, we're in the UP scene? He's uh, Houghton. Okay, so he's right up by you. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I think we should go, I'd love to look at your 2019 season and um, let, can I go through it and you can correct me or add or subtract if I made up a race or something yeah, if like that? I can that. remember it all. Okay, okay. I wrote down. <laughs> it, was a, it was a long season, man. It, I got fried real fast. It was that a long was season. Crazy. And so I'm. I, I'm gonna assume it starts with polar roll. Is that a yeah. is that a yep. correct assumption? Yeah, that was it. That was so the polar start. roll UP. Where does that start out of? That starts out of Ishpeming. Ishpeming. It's a yep. fat bike snow race, and it dumped snow this this last year, right? Oh man, uh, eighty nine inches in a month, and I was one of the guys that was helping with like. You you see the bushwhackers from Todd, mm-hmm. the guys that went out there because we got yeah, like an ice cat. storm beforehand and then we got a bunch like we already had a ton of snow and then we got a nice storm and then we got more snow and more snow and more snow so all of like the trees and stuff were just like they were either snapped into the trail or they were like flung like there was like five six ten inch trees oh that were like bent all the way over holy cow so i was out there with my snowmobile riding around on the fat bike trails with a saw <laughs> spent i think it was like eight hours Going into that race, just sawing out trees. That was like, um... I mean, like, right now you have the lumberjack look. Yeah. So, I mean, do. I feel like you're just prepping <laughs> for Polar Roll <laughs> 2020. <laughs> like, but he's you, got the was flannel. Was that like, the, like a day or two before? Yeah, that was like, that was a week before. So, it's like, I'm doing oh, the, that. You're like, your upper body is just yeah, like I'm, wrecked. I'm, yeah, that, that was a few days before. I'm, I'm like doing that and then I'm still going to school and stuff. So, it's just like, I get to the race and I remember I got to the race. I'm just like... Wow, I'm really tired. <laughs> <laughs> but you came out, you got third. Yeah, third. That uh, now, for the polar. What was the DNF in there? It, wasn't it just insane? I saw a insane. lot of people didn't finish. Wasn't I mean, it some, in like yeah. the 80s or something like yeah, that? Yeah, it was 80%. insane. And even like for me, it, the trail wasn't very good. <laughs> and it's like going into it, you didn't I knew. do your job correctly. Yeah, yeah. You should have well, bushwhacked it a little bit. Going into it, I knew. No, he knew how like, bad it was. Oh. He's like, oh yeah, I know this spot's gonna be real bad. Yep. Did you lay any yep. traps? You should have laid, <laughs> some, <laughs> laid some traps. Is that a tiger pit? <laughs> Yeah, I, I left like a couple of trees. Snakes, so they know just... a guy. <laughs> I don't think they'd handle that one very well. <laughs> oh man. Okay, so polar roll, um, third place. Third place. Mm. Now, I there's there's a few weeks, maybe a month here that I wasn't sure if you ra- did you race before Barry sixty two. No, other than like some UP cross races, like the snow cross races, that was it. That okay. was the only thing I did, and that's basically like 
Short track. Short track stuff. Yeah. Yep. And then you, we saw you, I remember seeing you at the finish in Hastings. You raced 62 with all the fast guys. Mm -hmm. And that, I mean, and then you, you, what, I have you here, you came in 24th, which is. Yeah, that seems about right. Yeah. Out of of what, 3,000? Out of pretty close, yeah. To it. The sixty-two race is a stacked field for sure, mm-hmm. and I bet you guys average like twenty-three miles an hour. Or yeah, something. We, I, mean, that, I remember that. That we were averaging just about that. And that was my first time ever doing Barry. I've never, and that was a windy yeah. day. Yeah, that was insane. That was wind that, that day. was windy. Yeah. I remember there was one uh, one uh, road that there was like marble-sized rocks, and the wind was a crosswind, and we're like in a pace line. Pace line didn't even matter at that point. We we're just trying to hold on, like live, because it's like you'd hit one of the rocks, and the wind would catch you, and you'd like yeah fly off towards the oh, side yeah. and you're trying to do that while in a group so it's like guys are literally hitting each other because they're getting knocked by How, the wind was there like was there a breakaway for the 62 or did you guys all kind of finish in a bunch well what happened what what's the weird road ne- near the start sager sager, sager. sager. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah okay yeah the sandy one that, yeah, that right splits there. that splits everyone up I had no clue that was coming, so I'm just like riding around, like. They take a hard left. Yeah, yeah. I'm like take a hard left. I'm like, oh wow, this is getting interesting. Okay, come up and there's like a little rise, and I come up over the rise. First thing happens is a dude ostrich face first straight into the sand right in front of me. I come to almost like a complete stop, get off the bike, and start running because I'm like. You can't what, see the snow cross paid off. Yeah, yeah. Both sides of me, there's just a line of people. I'm like, well, I can't. Okay, I'm just gonna run. I guess this is cool. I don't run. That's that. <laughs> that, that the last time you and I saw each other in the race was that guy indoing in front of me, and I went into the pricker bush <laughs> to avoid was, it. And you're like, <laughs> see you, Sheldon. This was another section for the hundred. They use like a an even. W- worst section of Sager, which is mm-hmm. just a complete beach. Um, <laughs> but that that section of Sager, if you're racing 62, it's so hard because there's so many people trying to get through it. Yep. You can't ch- you can't choose your line correctly, and then you end up off your bike. Uh, for the 100, you, by the time we got to that section, it was we were splintered. already, I don't know, 40 miles in, and it was so split. If you can choose your line on it, it's a cinch. Oh, yeah, now that I know it's there, yeah. it's like this year it's going to be like, okay, well, I know what's coming. So you're racing it this year? Yep. You're doing sixty two. Doing sixty two. Yeah, it's kind of like the yeah the the one to do if you want to, you know. It's, yeah, it's the it's the one that's nationally renowned. Like, yes, it's, it's, I want to show good. up and party and go fast and send yeah. it. So I mean, well, if you want to drink beers, our team drinks. <laughs> yeah, we need to do. Uh, we need <laughs> to hang rough. post post race for sure. <laughs> they they actually like had not to ask not pre race post race. <laughs> they were they're taking bar- the barriers down. And we we're still mm-hmm. sitting at tables drinking. They're like. Uh, <laughs> The, the bars are leaving now. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure Matt Acker came up to us a few times. And was like, dudes, you got, you got to go. You got to, you got to get out of here. <laughs> the mayor wants you guys out. <laughs> so okay. So after Barry, then um, then what I have next for you, and I'm not sure, is the Crusher. Is that correct? I think so. You may yeah. have some smaller ones, but there uh, may have been some smaller ones. Crusher was in think... July. Yeah, the only thing that happened between there was the marquette trails fest i was at what, what what's that i'm not familiar with that. that's like the l- local like town like race series like not series but like they have xc race they have a downhill they have enduro then enduro is the big thing and then you'll get some guys from downstate and wisconsin come up for the xc race and stuff i decided to do it on my single speed it's the only guy <laughs> <laughs> I, I noticed you're gonna be doing a lot of single speed this year yeah yeah so man after my own heart <laughs> yeah, he's a Sheldon's I, I a big single speed. Single, I'm doing the whole ultra series on single speed. I'm gonna yes. do Crusher single speed this year. Nice. You are 
You yep. are? Have we talked about that? <laughs> we talked yeah, because the All City, I can fit 42. That's right. That's so, right. So it's not great, but that's the biggest I can fit. Okay. So. Okay. So you, <laughs> you did Crusher. Yeah. Sheldon's talked so much on this podcast. You don't, we don't need to hear more about it. Sheldon, shut up. <laughs> um, so Crusher. That was in July. Yep, that was in July. That was like late July. And uh, we 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 talked about Crusher a bit. Um, talked to Mitch DeYoung, who, mm-hmm. who was fourth that that uh, that day. But you came in first. Yeah, I yeah. think I I feel like looking at here, and I'm not sure how you feel, but that looks like the highlight of your season. What how, is that accurate? You beat Tinker. Yeah, there was that. That's pretty. <laughs> holy crap! I I mean. Honestly, going into that race, I had, like, no anything. I was like, okay, well, I don't really know where I am sitting. I remember, like, the night going into it, I was awake till, like, 2 o'clock in the morning. And we woke up at 5 because we were supposed to get the trackers. So I'm like, I only got, like, three hours of sleep, guys. <laughs> like, there's a picture of me at 2 a.m. I come around the trailer and I look like a gargoyle or something. I'm just like, <laughs> like, wait, hey, why didn't you get Wait, did sleep? you sleep in a ditch? No, I was sleeping in, like, a tent. I just was, like... You all just, hyped up, so I was like, sleep, I yeah. just can't sleep. And it was like, in the morning, I remember right off the start line, I just like, it was me and Matt Millers, who's one of the guys I ride with in UP. We just took off. We're like, well, if no one else is coming, we'll solo for the next 232 <laughs> miles. I don't care. I'm fine with it. It's not like we haven't done that before. So. <laughs> Did, um, do you consider that area your home turf then? Your, I mean, those, those roads, some of the fire roads are... are are you I used mean, to riding up? Are they some of the same roads that you ride on, on yep. for training rides and, and such? So actually just about for most of that race was like, because I've lived in Houghton for a bit and now I live in Marquette. So it's like just about that whole race, I've ridden on 90% of those roads already okay. previously to this. So it was like, I knew what was coming. And it was helpful way. for sure. Yeah, it was definitely You helpful. didn't have a Sega Road moment. No, no, there wasn't like, oh man, this is interesting. What is this Mosquito Gulch area? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, Mosquito Gulch, is, I knew that was coming and yeah. I was like, that's where... How long is that section? I don't know. No one ever remembers. We just try getting through it as fast as we can. <laughs> do, you, <laughs> run, do you run through it or did you ride... Um, well, it was kind of like a mixture. So, like, coming into that section, you go near Empire Mine and stuff. And before that's Anderson Corner. And at Anderson Corner, I stopped to get, like, water from one of the neutral aid guys that was mm-hmm. out there. Because I was going up Mount Arvon, and I didn't grab much water at the last aid station because I'm like, I want to be lightweight going up Arvon. Well, I stopped to get water from him and Tinker, and Nick kept on going. And I'm like, okay, well... I kind of want to win this, so I guess I'm going to, like, hold back a little bit. So I was holding, like, 10 feet off their wheel, and they're, like, riding along. And I knew that Empire Mine was coming up, and that's when it switches over to, like, pavement. So Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, I'm going to make my attack here, I guess. Went as far left as I could and just went as hard as I could and went into my – I had arrow bars on. I just went into arrow bars, never looked back. Just kept on going. Took the turn to go down towards uh, Mosquito Gulch. Went down – ran across the river that was kind of sketchy i almost tripped and fell on my face that was funny (laughs) um just attacked that climb as hard as i could actually rode a lot of that climb up until the really got sandy near the top ran up that and then like i rode a lot of the down bit down mosquito gulch there's a few spots that i had to get off and walk that i knew was coming but i rode a lot of that so knowing where you had a dismount coming was probably pretty beneficial like yep because you know some guys they get to it wobble for a second they're like oh i should get off where well, if you're riding up and you're just like kick the bike out 
Well, the one thing with Mosquito Gulch is is that was nice was I know there isn't really a line. You just kind of ride. So some people are looking for a line, and it's like, yeah, yeah, there there isn't one. I'm just looking to not hit the sharpest rock there. So, (laughs) (laughs) But I I think we can't take take the win away from you. Yes, you knew Mosquito Gulch or where to... No, he did did his homework. But that's important. You attacked... On the pavement, right? Yeah, I attacked on the pavement, and and you just hammered mm-hmm. and and had enough of a gap, and then and then yeah, that, and yeah, that I attacked. I was actually at mile two hundred exactly. I attacked really? on the pavement and just you had another went for four, it. no, it's twenty. 20? 32 miles. 32. So yep. is that where you hit, was it Redding Road? Uh, Red Sand, well, Red, Red Road. Red which, Road. Yeah, that's right after Mosquito Gulch, and that usually is like, I hate that road so much because i hate riding through sand it just oh, oh I just so you're coming it. to sancho this year right i don't know <laughs> do you like sand no <laughs> 50 miles of the deepest sand you can imagine but that that day it was actually not bad so i was just going all over the road just trying to find the hardest sand i could and came out onto 510 and just Pegged it all the way to the finish line. So I was definitely stalking <laughs> the trackers during the race, and when you, it was so noticeable on ready on Red Road. Mm-hmm. You just started, like you could see the gap. Yeah, and it was like there's, he is attacking <laughs> hard. <laughs> well, I actually one of my friends who actually lives on like five ten and stuff. Mm-hmm. He came out and he was like, came out to like ride with me like a little bit and was like cheering me on, and. He's like, hey, do you want like a Coke? He brought a bunch of Cokes. He was going to give Cokes to like Tinker and Nick yeah. too. And he's and I'm like, sure, I'll take a Coke while I'm riding. Why not? So he like stops and like pulls it out and stuff and tries catching back up. And I like look back. I'm like, are are you are you coming? And he's like, <laughs> and I'm like, 215 miles in. He's like, wait a second, wait a second. And he's gonna yell at me if he hears this. But it's like I slowed down a little bit so he could catch me and give me a coke. <laughs> and that's probably the perfect. What you had probably at that point twenty miles, fifteen. Uh, fifteen miles yeah. left. Oh, so that's yeah. a perfect time. Get that fast burning sugar and you know, caffeine. Yeah. And I, I've seen some, uh, some video, just clips of you going through finish lines, and mm. you always. You always send it right at the end, oh, right? Yeah. Is that like yeah. your thing? Like yep. you sprint, no matter if no one's around, you're gonna sprint, I'll just sprint it. And you, I don't <laughs> care. and you throw your bike to the side. Like yeah. your sprints are awesome. <laughs> yeah, I'll just, I'll just go for it. I get made fun of for that too. Really? I think, yeah, I think yeah, some people sweet. make fun of It's probably because of the long legs. Yeah. Okay. Kick the bike off the side. <laughs> you win Crusher. I hate to go so, so quick through this, but you win Crusher. Um, the next thing I have you down for is Order Shore. Is that? No, what's next? What I miss? So, 232 miles at Crusher. The next weekend, I did Wausau 24. <laughs> what? Yeah, that was a bad decision. <laughs> how did, so, how did You're, it go? <laughs> well, I rode for 15 hours, and then like I got to that point where my legs were just like, okay, well, we're done. And I'm like, okay, cool, so we're done. So, I'm like 15 hours in. I already took like one like 10-minute break, fell asleep, woke back up, tried doing an extra lap, and that's when my legs were just like... We're done. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm just going to call it quits. I'm fine with whatever I get. Because that was just kind of like, I was just testing the water for 24-hour races. Mm-hmm. And I knew it was going to be bad 
just because I did so many miles the week beforehand. And I was like, okay, well, I went to sleep, woke up, got in my truck, went home, went to Marquette, looked at the results, and I'm like, oh, cool, I got third. Are you (laughs) serious? (laughs) Yeah. So where where is that race exactly? That is in Wausau, Wisconsin. Okay. Now, how far is that from Marquette? That was like five hours from us, So so it's just over the border? Yeah, it's not that far. Kind of the Iron Mountain area. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) thank you. That's great. And 15 hours, and you got third. Yeah, 15 hours. I mean, I was doing like an hour a lap so it's just boom 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 so what was your mileage uh 150 miles oh man. and it's all single track yeah it was all single track ouch that one hurt. now was that single speed or is that geared <laughs> that was geared okay yep that was geared okay so then was it order shore yeah then it was order shore then it was order shore yeah and i have you down for 11th yeah which was uh that's, that's high man that's yeah, a good that- that one hurt. <laughs> I bet that was was that a quick one too? That 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 was that that was definitely quick. I mean that I just didn't have power still like from doing Wasa twenty four and then doing Crusher. I just I was just dead tired sure. still. Dead tired and gets eleven. Yeah. <laughs> and I it also doesn't help that I was running a thirty two tooth. Uh. <laughs> Which normally it's like I'd want to run a 36 for that race, but I only had a 32, so I'm like, well, whatever. <laughs> I'll just send it. I don't care. <laughs> okay. So, so until Iceman, that was probably your shortest race of the year. Yeah. Yep. Okay. And then from Ord to Shore, was the next one Margie? Yeah, the next one was Margie. I went out west, did a Colorado trip just for fun, then came back and Margie. You did racing. Colorado? No, okay. It was just for fun. Exploring. Get out of get out of the Midwest for a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I just wanted to like rest my legs, which didn't really work. But. So you no, come- I saw your post. You rode like all the time. You come yeah. back. And then yeah, so so you come back from Colorado. Yep. And then Margie Gessick. And this year you did the out and back, which was the first year yeah. of the out and back. Now we probably mention or talk about Margie Gessick every single time we talk. <laughs> um, every single time we have an episode. And uh so I I want to come back to Margie, mm-hmm. but uh, but so you got second place. Yep. The out and back. Yeah. Which how many miles? That's two hundred and it was two hundred and like six miles of the hardest miles. But let's let's come back to Margie. I want to come back back to Margie. There's a lot to talk give about. Give some okay. give some proper time to Margie. You do Margie, just a quick two hundred some miles, and then um, yep, <laughs> real quick. Did you wear the belt buckle? <laughs> Not right now. It weighs you. You didn't bring it? I didn't bring it. I, I asked even, you. I totally <laughs> forgot. I didn't even bring it downstairs. It's still in, it's still in my apartment. All right. We're going to have to Photoshop it in somehow. Okay. <laughs> I'll send a picture. <laughs> um, okay. So, <laughs> so and then peak to peak after the Margie? Yep, peak to peak. And um, that, I mean, now we're getting close to Iceman. To, uh, getting close to Iceman. Peak to peak, eighth place. Yeah, yeah, that was out. That was another so, fast, ooh. another another quick one. Yeah, so it was like immediately after Margie, I just took two weeks off. I didn't even touch a bike. I didn't do anything. Good for you. Good and for then you. it was pretty much like I had one week going into peak to peak, and I didn't really train. I was just kind of like, whatever. I actually had there's a couple people in Marquette. They're like, hey, do you want to train? You want to like do intervals for like peak to peak and Iceman? I'm like, man, it's the off season. I don't do intervals right now. I'm not doing anything. <laughs> so I did. I I just like rode my bike for fun. And I think going into peak to peak, I only had like four or five hours of riding. I was just, and they were like, la, 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 riding time. So I was just like, whatever. 
And then peek to peek and was like, okay, well, I'm here. Hi, everyone. I mean, in, in, in reality, though, that may have been a, a, a good idea. Yeah. It I probably it... really rested your legs and, and mm-hmm. helped you be no, fresh. No, for you it. should have done a 24 hours, like three days before. <laughs> <laughs> then showed up and been like, hey, what's up? Just bloodshot but eyes. I guess I'm here to ride. But as good of an idea as that was, then you did go bike packing yeah. after that, yeah, that no. week. Yep. And... And then turned around and did Iceman. Yep. Yeah. Wait, did you did you ride the... Um, r- remind me of the name of the... Enclave. The, did you ride the Enclave for Peak to Peak? No, I was actually on a, like, a Santa Cruz. Okay. Yep. Is that what you raced most of this year on? No, that was just for one race. Okay, what'd you... I raced uh, the new Top Fuel. Okay. Yep. For... Pretty much everything. Mo- Mar- uh, yeah, cross pretty much everything. Okay. And that was a new bike for this year, right? Yep. The brand yep. new Top Fuel. And then you finish your season off with Iceman, yeah. as as many people do. Yeah, that was fun. Superman in it. Superman in yeah, it. Superman in it. <laughs> I, I was... If you can find videos of me like riding through the single track, you can just tell how much fun I was having. Because I was having an enormous amount of fun just riding through the what, mud. What did I you, loved it. You just Did you love the conditions oh, specifically? All out. I loved the conditions. Because it was like, at the start, it's like, I had an okay start. And then there's a little pile up, and I got, like, shot off the back a little bit. And then it's, like, through the first bit, how it's, like, kind of open-ish, people are just zooming by me. I'm like, well, I have, like, no power right now. Like, what is my FTP? Like, 110? Like, what am I out here for? I'm like, everyone's just going by me. And then, like, I hit the single track. Well, actually, no, it was, like, at Dockery Road. I'm, like, 55th or something. And then I hit the single track. I'm like... Okay, well, I'm just going to ride my bike. And I just, like, basically kept the same speed, just <laughs> passing everyone. And I came out of it, like, 25th. I'm like, okay, well, I'm just going to keep on going, I guess. <laughs> Got in a small little group and, like, fought, well, I was with them until the last few hills. And I'm like, well, I can't really do a sprint finish right now because I have no power. So I'm just going to attack every single hill because I can, I'm pretty good at climbing. So yeah. I'm like, whatever, I'll attack the next, like, five hills in a row. That's what I did. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone in the group is just hating you the yeah. whole time. Well, we went from a group of eight to a group of three. <laughs> <laughs> off the first hill. <laughs> yeah, off the first hill. And it was like after that, it's like the last hill. It was just me and another guy. And it was like, okay, well, now, did you have we any, finished. <laughs> did you have any issues with the mud and mechanicals or anything? Or th- oh, yeah. Nothing was shifting. I was basically <laughs> just, single just, speed, just a single but speed, but I was sending it. <laughs> yeah, I was like, it didn't really matter to me. And I uh, I have you down for 23rd. Does that sound right? That sound sounds right. about right. Okay. Okay. So so you put together quite a, quite a season for 2019. Um, comparatively to 2018, I'm, I'm not mm. quite sure how much you raced in 2018. I know you've done Margie yeah. several years, done some other races, but... I think you were mostly on my radar in 2019 and every race I was like, man, Mark got, holy cow, Mark got, Mark's mm. up in the, Mark is back. I mean, like you're just kind of right there in a lot mm. of the, uh, if it's an ultra distance, I mean, you yeah. are just, did I we, mean, can we talk a little bit about go, kind of going back? You started talking about the, your stump jumper. And, <laughs> do um, you still have it? Yeah. That's awesome. So you, so you said you started <laughs> racing 2020. bikes. Why not? You started. <laughs> oh, please. You started. No you started racing bikes when Extra you. Extra mud with rim brakes. 
<laughs> Trevor's just staring at me. He's like, stop interrupting me. <laughs> no, it's fine. You said you started racing when you went up t- up north. Yep, up to the, school. Up to school. You started doing cross. Cyclocross. Cyclocross. Yeah. On the stump jumper. On the stump jumper. They allowed yeah. you to do that? Yeah. They didn't care. They didn't care. It's the UP, man. And then <laughs> how, did, what did that de- how did that develop into... Um, well, in, in, into now you're yeah you're winning the crusher. You're you have uh, bike sponsors. Well, it kind of was like I was doing the cyclocross races, and I was part of the race team from the university there. And I'm doing that. I'm going along those lines, and it's like we were doing mountain biking. I got into mountain biking, and I bought myself a mountain bike, and then yeah, it all kind of just started like snowball effect from there, and sure. it's like started training a little bit more to like do good at the collegiate races and then one of my friends alex schultz invited me to go and do the margie the first year this was what year that was 2015 that was the very first year so i've I've done every year okay Okay. yeah and i finished every year so and i've buckled three years now and the other two years i missed it by 13 minutes both years i missed it by 13 oh my goodness yeah, and the first year I was actually living down here in Lansing, so I like I rode like a couple miles in Marquette and Ishpeming before that. I had no clue what I was getting Holy into, God. and I just went and... And you belt buckled your first year? No, I missed it by 13 oh, minutes. Oh, so that one was... Yeah, so your first, show, okay. first two years missed it by 13 minutes. So actually, second year I got it. Oh, okay. I got I Yeah, gotcha. the third year was the hot year, and I just... Heat that year, I was like, Ugh. And just <laughs> yeah. another 13 minutes. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, let's... Uh, let's I mean, we're talking about Margie, and uh, I had a question for you for Margie. I'm going to put mm. you on the spot. Yeah, what do you want to know? Um, <laughs> I want to know, like like I was saying, we we mention Margie probably mm-hmm. every single episode. We've talked to several people that have raced Margie, and it's just like people want to know about Margie, and it's it's such a popular race, not only in Michigan, but, yeah. but all over the country. I want you, in your own words, to... Define Margie for us. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I guess I'll start with uh, so in ten seconds. No, just joking. <laughs> in, ten, in ten seconds. Okay, here we go. <laughs> well, I mean, like I got into endurance racing basically because I wanted the buckle at Margie. So I did the I did 2015. I was living down here, and I moved back to the UP in 2016. I actually started doing the NUE, the Ultra Endurance mm-hmm. Series. And that's when I went all around the country and raced all those. And I actually went to Costa Rica and raced a hundred miler as well and came back. And like, that was the year I finished Margie and I buckled. I may have been hallucinating and threw up like three times in that race, <laughs> but I finished and I buckled. And then it's like, he hallucinated the buckle. Yeah. yeah I hallucinated <laughs> we need the evidence. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, and then after that, I started like going around the country and I'd like, Anyone who said, this is the hardest race, or this is this, or this is that, I'd actually go and do the race, and I'd be like, well, we'll see if it's the hardest race. And I mean, I did the Vapor Trail 125, and I did Butte 100, and I did Pisgah 111K and all that, and it's like, it's it's hard. I mean, the only race I would put anywhere close to it would be Vapor Trail 125, Where's- as far as, like, the same distance. I mean, it has to be close to the same distance. Sure. I mean, you can go and do, like... Arizona trail race obviously that's going to be a lot harder because uh-huh. well you're out there for how long with zero shelter the yeah, sun's nothing. just beating you yeah but it's like races that are similar in distance the only thing that was close was vapor trail and where's that one at that was in salida colorado okay yep so and that the average elevation was like ten thousand feet 
had yeah, some pretty so you, gnarly single track and stuff. Yeah, you're dealing with elevation. Yep. Now, when it comes well. to like the technical aspect of the trail itself, would you put Margie as? Mm. I mean, obviously, you have to factor in distance because yep. when you're when you're doing that that much technical trail over a yeah. hundred miles, well, and that's, that's two hundred miles. And it's like of all the races I've done, Margie is the most technical. Like consistent technical i mean it's not like the worst technical you've ever seen i mean there's only like two spots in the race that i would be like okay well that's that's pretty sketchy like <laughs> that's pretty technical <laughs> and i live there so it's like cool so this is pretty sketchy don't matter how many times i ride it but it's like no it's just consistently technical and it just wears on you and wears on you and wears on you and it's not you have to be mentally fit you have to be physically fit not just like being able to spin the pedals as much as you can and produce as much wattage you have to also like be doing push-ups sit-ups all that and you have to be like core body has mm-hmm. to be strong for this as well you can't just go into the race and be like well i've been eating potato chips but i've been spinning those legs a ton <laughs> it's not gonna work too hot if you want to buckle like it takes a lot yeah so you would define it as hard perfect perfect that's great and are you doing that one back next year um they only have it every five years oh yeah so next year i'm single speeding it's 100 because you like because you're a masochist (laughs) why aren't you fixing it because forget the brakes i want a single speed first (laughs) (laughs) so you're doing it next year Single speed. Mm-hmm. But so, um, and then in terms of the out and back for Margie, uh, <laughs> I know it, it was the first year. Well, how was that different than the, the, the other years that you raced? The- Completely different animal. And it was hot. Like that, the Friday going in, it was really hot. Like the first five miles, I was sweating so much. And I was like, oh, this is going to be very bad. This is going to be horrible. <laughs> and then it's like, we got out of Ishming and it got a little better. And it's like, I was riding, it was me, Brent Pontius, another local who I ride with a lot. And it was uh, Neil Blashenko. So it was us three, we were riding and we rode pretty much all the way through the night and stuff. And it's like, just kind of, we weren't really like going hard. We were just, I mean, maybe we were going hard, but it wasn't like super hard. It was kind of like, okay, well, it's a long race. Um, <laughs> It's like three o'clock in the morning. Actually, it was like more like eleven o'clock at night, and we got to we got to Forestville at one o'clock in the morning, right on the money. And it was like, okay, thirteen hours roughly to get to Forestville. And I had a plan that as soon as I turned around for Forestville, I was going to attack. And Brent knew this. I didn't tell Neil because I had Neil as like my guy, the try beating. So I was like. And we stop, we get all our drop bags, and I'm like, okay, well, am I ready to go? Is anyone else ready to go? And they're kind of like, yeah. I'm like, okay, well. And I just dropped, like, <laughs> I have a power meter on my mountain bike now, and I, like, just dropped 300 watts for the next, like, 30 minutes at, like, oh 1 o'clock in the morning. Oh and I was just like, <laughs> and I'm trying to catch uh, the other guy in front of us. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm just going to keep on going as hard as I can. And I pretty much held, like, a pretty good race pace from like Forestville all the way out of South Trails because I mean F- Forestville North Trails South Trails I know that like the back of my like hand mm-hmm. so it's like I'm just gonna drop power see what happens then it's like I get up to 
Forceville at like, well, not Forceville, but I get to Nagani at like nine o'clock in the morning and I'm like, well, that was a long night. <laughs> um, cool. So I have a lot left and I just started like, I'm like, well, I'm just going to keep on pedaling, I guess, and see what happens. And it's like, at that point I passed most of the like hundred mile runners. I'm like, well, they're going to have a long time. I'm already having a long time. And it's like continuing on. I do the first lap of Nagani and it's like, I got to sissy pants and I realized I'm at 24 hours in and I'm like, well, this kind of sucks. And then I got back to the Nagani aid station. So the first time I was there, no one was there. So that's the thing with the 200 was that whole way, no one, there was no aid stations. There was nothing. It was like a legit, like what he says it's going to be. That's what happened. Yeah. Like there was no aid stations where it's like in the hundred mile, there's actually like people out there. Yeah. Aid. There's actually aid there. Yeah. 200. No, no one was there. I mean, there was people, but it wasn't like as much. It was like, well, this is cool. Well, it's like <laughs> three o'clock in the morning. I'm kind of afraid. There's weird things out in the woods, like cougars and stuff. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Did you carry bear spray? <laughs> yeah, I should have. <laughs> no. And it's like, guy back to Nagani after the, the first time through. And it's like, people were actually there that time. I'm like, I come in and I'm kind of like, whoa, okay. I've been on the bike 25 hours-ish, roughly at this point. I come in and someone's just like, that guy's doing the 200. And everyone just like stopped, turned around and looked at me. <laughs> and everyone even stopped helping the 50 milers that were coming in and just looked at me. And then somebody just starts clapping and everyone else just starts clapping. I'm like... This is kind of weird. Um, it's like a I'm, slow clap. Yeah, yeah it's like a slow clap. clap. I'm like, I'm not dead yet, guys. Uh, but I'm going to leave now? Cool. And then, yeah, it's like, at that point, I'm like, wow. I, I literally calculated how much longer I had to take. And I'm like, this is going to be a long day. <laughs> so it came so, yeah, out total from- 28? 28 hours total. Yep. 26 hours moving time. Oh, my God. Ouch. So No sleep. How many, uh, you said that the aid was much more sparse. How many calories did you carry with you initially? Oh, dude, I don't even know. So I have like a top two, like a top two bag. Honey Stinger is one of my sponsors and they have like the little, like not gels, but the little chewies. Yeah. I don't know how many bags were in that top two bag, but there was a lot (laughs) and I didn't fish them all. Like I was still eating chews like. A couple weeks ago, out of that top two bag, <laughs> that was still in there. You They're still sho- good. They're still good. <laughs> you just shoved it. In. Yeah, yeah, I just shoved them in. Like they were like at this point, they were like kind of welded to the sides of the bag, but you know, it was still good. <laughs> so, and then my next question is: All right, so you rode all through the night. What did you do for lighting to keep? Um, so I because you need yeah bright lights for that. Yeah, you need bright lights. So I used the Bontrager the nine hundred the R mm-hmm. the one that has the magnetic mount to the top of the helmet and stuff. Mm-hmm. Just kind of. Put that on and just went. And how many did you have? Two. And that got you all through. That got the me whole night. Just, just a helmet light. Well, I had I had one on the bar too. Yeah. And, yep. and how long did they run for? Um, half and half. So it's like the, okay, so you kind yep. of split them up. Yep. Okay. Yep. They didn't actually ever run out completely, but I they just was them. like, okay, well, I'm gonna change this now. I guess I'm like halfway. Yeah. <laughs> and and you only had the two with you. Yeah. Yep. Holy cow. It's like man. One goes out. <laughs> Slowly, well, I mean, that's a very interesting night. In, yeah, in the, in the 2017, the hot year, I just ran two bottles. I didn't run a Camelback. 
I just ran two bottles. So if you would describe Margie Gessick as hard, how would you describe Margie Gessick out and back? Don't do it. (laughs) (laughs) Just don't do it. That's just simple enough. Just don't do it. In five years, do you think you'll do it? Oh, yeah, I'm going to do it. (laughs) (laughs) That's perfect. That's all we need, man. That's that's great. Real quick, how many people got bell buckles? I think there was five well, yeah it was some yeah there's five of low. us that got belt buckles wait what it, was the time limit for the out and back good question because it kept on changing but you got it past, well, i got it you got it, it. it was past 28 yeah it was past 28 <laughs> yeah, okay hours. okay um and then you, you, anyone that did it your belt buckle actually has your name stamped yeah in. our belt buckles so have cool. our names so their belt buckles and are it's actually slightly custom. bigger than the actual regular 100 mile buckle okay you should wear all your buckles that's a lot. I feel like the, ne- the next time we see him, he's going to look like an 80s punk rocker with like just yeah. the belt like hanging off with the well, stuff. My original idea was like, you know how like Chewbacca from Star Wars oh, has no. that like satchel thing that goes up? I was going to do that with the Margie Bangalore, Buckles. Or what yeah, they call it, yeah uh, whatever. Bandalore? Yeah. So I have two I have two Polaroid buckles. So I was one of the three that got Polaroid buckles this year. So I have two of those. I have two Margie regular 100 mile buckles and I have my 200 mile buckle. That's fantastic. You have like half the iron ore of the UP yeah. buckles. <laughs> and I even have I even have the original from the hammer before it was co- called the crusher. Mm-hmm. I have the hammer from the hammer race because we won the duels in oh, 2018. What did you guys get for crusher this year? 15 hours? No, no. What no, the, uh, what we got it? a titanium mug. Oh, that's kind of sweet. That is mm-hmm. sweet. Now, what did they have a trophy for first place, or is it? Nope. Nope, you get the mug. No, I just showed up, and I, like, died. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize how much effort I was he really putting Did you just out. ride home, like, because you were getting to Marquette, you're like, I'm, I'm going home, guys. <laughs> well, I got, so I got there, and I finished, and I'm like, I, like, stopped, and I sat down, and I'm like, wow, I finished. And then all of a sudden, just shearing pain everywhere, I'm like, Wow, I didn't realize how hard I was going. The adrenaline stopped. What are you what are you eating in there's one photo where you're over a table and you're like gorging on something. What was that? Which oh I don't even I think know. it was at the end. It's in a tent, right? Or like yeah. in a like a That might be at the launch aid station. I don't remember okay. what I was. Yeah, you're eating. just like <laughs> There's a nice picture of me. So at the launch aid station they weren't ready for us because they weren't expecting us to be that fast. And they didn't have, like, water ready for us. So I, like, took one of the big water drums. Sorry to everyone who was behind us. But, uh, yeah, I took one of the water drums and just started drinking out of that. I didn't put my lips on it, but I was just, like, letting it. So one of the guys who was, like, taking photos of, like, me, he was, like, following the course. He, like, got a picture of me doing, like, holding the water bottle over my head. Like, one of the huge ones that you see in, like. Like a Culligan five-gallon? Yeah, yeah, one of those. I'm holding that. I'm, like, drinking it. And I have a mouthful of water, and I put it down. I just turn around, and I have, like, chickmunk cheeks. I'm just staring at him like, oh, I just got caught. Sorry. As you're just hearing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we need that for the cover that photo. That would be a great photo. <laughs> Do you know who the photographer was? Yes. We need to get his permission. That would be amazing. Yeah. Um, so talk to us a little bit about your relationship with Jeremiah Bishop. <laughs> Well, in two weeks, I'm going to go and be, like, living about, for a month, about a block away from him. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. So... You do, like, a train, like a winter training? Or... Winter training camp type deal. Where's yep. that? So, that's in Harrisonburg, where he lives. Harrisonburg, Virginia. Okay. Yep. What's the address? Just joking. <laughs> I mean, you want... <laughs> <laughs> Trevor's just going to jump in the back of your pickup door. So, you're going to go do a... 
are you basically training directly with him or with a, like a group of people? So it like last year, actually, what happened was so like he showed up Margie the last two years, and like the first time he showed up Margie, I we've never met before. I didn't know him, and I actually like messaged him on Facebook. I'm like, hey. I see you're coming to Margie, and he was like, he's he still is my idol and stuff. So I was like, my idol's coming to Margie. <laughs> I know a lot about Margie. <laughs> so I like messaged him, like, hey, if you need like, and I worked at a bike shop. I worked at Quick Stop in town. So I'm like, hey, uh, if you need to like send your bike in, I will like receive it and build it up for you and like pick you up from the airport and all this stuff. He's like, yeah, sure, what the heck? <laughs> and he did that, and I did that, and he was like very grateful, awesome guy. And then came back the next year did the same thing and he like was telling me it's like hey if you ever want to come and visit come on down i'm like okay didn't really think anything of it and then i'm like well i get a month off for school i'm not working oh yeah (laughs) text him and i'm like hey can i come down for like a few weeks and like december january last year and i'm he's like yeah sure you can come down i'm like thinking oh i'll ride with him for a little bit he's like a fast guy so he'll go off and do his own thing and i'll just like explore virginia for like two sure. weeks first day i get there he's like okay so you're ready for this training camp and i'm like wait we're doing a training camp i haven't ridden for like four weeks going into this like oh my god i'm gonna die and like for two weeks it was just me and him riding and like i mean we went on a couple group rides with a lot of other people and then another week um awesome uh french guy french quebec guy shows up um and he rides with us and it was just like i've never trained harder or been like felt like worse on a bike that i have ever than like three (laughs) weeks into that because it was like oh you were down there for three weeks yeah every single day 50 plus miles and we would wake up we would go to the gym we would do gym work and then we get on the bike and do like 50 plus miles and we do sprints immediately after gym and then we just ride a bunch like I've never had it where I'm just like, I get out of bed and it's like, oh, wow, my legs really hurt. No, they like really, really hurt. Wow. It like took a lot of effort to get back on the bike the next day and then follow them some more. <laughs> so wow. you're, so you're doing that over like your, your winter break. Yep. Winter break. Okay. So it was December, January, December. Yeah. Like mid December, all the way into like mid January. It's not okay. that warm down there either. It's like 40s, oh, he's 50s. coming from Marquette. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like 40s, 50s. He probably showed up in like a tank top. He's like, this feels fantastic. Yeah, this is great. I love this. <laughs> Everyone else has like shoe covers on mm-hmm. and he's just summer kidding. <laughs> um, Jeremiah didn't do Margie this last year, did nope. he? No. Is he planning on... Do you even know? Is he? I don't know. I haven't talked to him about it. I mean, the only reason why he didn't do it this year is because he has his Grand Fondo event the next weekend after. Got it. So it was like, then that's starting to become really, really big. Okay. I actually kind of really want to do it, but I'm still in school and it's right after Margie. So I'm yeah. like dead. <laughs> sure. Yeah. That makes but sense. No, he had that. So he was like putting that on. So he had to tend to things and I'm like, yeah. dang it. <laughs> so what about you next year? Um, I mean, I'm assuming, oh, you, you already said single Mar- speed. Margie, single speed. <laughs> what else is on your calendar? Anything? Any- um. So you're going to try to, uh, um, so you're starting with polar roll, starting with polar roll, going back to the berry. And then in May I'm doing my first stage race. So I'm doing Transylvania Epic. Oh, cool. Now how many stages is it? Uh, five. I, all I know is that was like the first, 
like one day I Googled stage races in the U.S. and I like started Googling and I'm like, oh, well, these are kind of cool. And the Transylvania was the first one I saw. I'm like, oh, this one's really cool. And I was like, okay, well, maybe I want to do this. Give it a try. I mean, I've had a lot of people tell me, it's like, you should try stage racing. And I'm like, well, here we go. <laughs> I mean, you're essentially doing it right now with your normal riding yeah, anyway. Yeah, it so this is, is like too. A, it's like I'll just keep a number plate a day. on the whole time. <laughs> yeah, it's like 35 miles a day. I'm doing like 50 miles a day in base season. So it's like, oh, okay, well. Very and, cool. And when is that one? That's in May. May? So that's like okay. late May. Okay, so you're going Barry, Transylvania Epic. And then the next weekend, Dirty Kanza. <laughs> doing dirty cans oh i saw the that on, on, a, on your yeah. post yeah did you put transylvania epic on that post yes okay yeah. Man, i just missed that yep. um so dirty Kanza. is this your first dk yeah okay first dk you're not you're not doing anything special with that just a straight ahead just well, we're just, just gonna to, send it yeah okay <laughs> <laughs> we're just gonna show up and be like cool i'm at kansas never thought i'd race here Ge- <laughs> geared or uh seared yep okay so you already have entry into it and everything you got that all figured out no we're just gonna figure that out as a ghost okay. through, through hand the ring. <laughs> okay we're okay. just gonna hope for the best i guess yeah sure so dirty kansas that's exciting mm-hmm. that is that is very exciting which i kind of like transylvania epic dirty kansas i mean you said earlier that with the uh the national endurance yeah. race series that you you kind of had raced before like all over the country yep but i mean this last season you were very focused on michigan yeah and very now you're focused on midwest on and, midwest yeah yep. and um here you're kind of i'm branching back out like so in 2018 i did a lot of races out west and i mean i actually did fairly well out west and stuff racing and it's like i realized no one in michigan or the midwest knows who i am <laughs> 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 no one does and i'm like okay well i guess i should race a little bit here it's like i kind of live here might as well <laughs> well it, it it uh i think after this season off. everybody knows yeah, who you are for sure maybe <laughs> uh so dirty kanza mm-hmm. then are you are you gonna try to uh repeat the crusher i don't know yet i mean that was i'm like going in between after i finish it and like for a while afterwards i was like well i want it no sense in doing it again i guess but now it's like Maybe I'll show Defend up. Defend your title. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'll show up, have fun, send it. Uh, I mean, I, I'm also, I'm doing NUE series again, too. Okay. So, actually, back in March, I plan on going to True Grit, which I'm really excited for. True Grit's on my birthday this year. Oh, nice. So, it's like. No, like, where's that one at? That's in St. George, Utah. 100 oh. miles single speed on my birthday. <laughs> yeah that sounds perfect 70 degrees hopefully <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's like i'm leaving the up yes um and then margie single speed mm-hmm. uh, and then anything else like in the in the fall you don't have um shenandoah 100 i oh, think great. before yeah. margie yeah and then i don't know what my fourth race is going to be i'm going like between like wilderness and i don't know what else so, oh i might do lumberjack oh great okay. yep great most of these races, I mean, that you have been talking about, I guess this last, this 2019, you did a couple 30 uh, some milers or whatever, yep. but um, mostly you focus on endurance yeah. riding. You said that you got into endurance riding because you wanted to finish Margie. Margie, um, yeah. What is it about endurance riding that, that uh, I don't know, keeps you interested or, or inspires you, I guess? I, 
I kind of ride bikes just for like the adventure and kind of like the scene. It's kind of funny. It, I, I like to see the countryside, even though I'm going a million miles per hour and dying. <laughs> I still like to look around sure. and like check things out, which sometimes that causes problems. We'll admit. <laughs> Man, but, the sunset through my tears looks amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like going down some super technical single track. It's like, oh, that tree looks awesome. Oh, man. <laughs> As you get up close to the next tree. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I just like that. And then it's like, I just like having, I don't know. I feel like doing like a 30-mile race. It's like, okay, I show up, ride two hours. I just drove like nine hours. Cool. I only rode two hours. Now what do I do? Yeah. I'm, I'm very like, I want to go. <laughs> you want to go. You want to go. And you get more bang for your buck out of yeah, a yeah, longer sure. race. You get a lot more bang for your buck. <laughs> yeah. No, that makes that makes total sense. That makes total sense. I don't know. I, I am considering like a few years, like maybe a year or two, possibly trying Pro XCT and stuff. Mm-hmm. Actually really getting into it. But right now, I just like endurance. Now, to do that, would you stay in Michigan or do you think you would locate yourself somewhere? I think I'm going to relocate myself. Where would you consider? Virginia. <laughs> why why, why is that? Virginia. <laughs> do you know of a gym you're going to be training at? Maybe. <laughs> so, it made me so happy. Jeremiah Bishop's Instagram, he's a baby food eater too. Yeah, he is. He is? I love it. You criticize me so much. I, don't, I love baby food. I don't food. think it's a good... Uh, whatever i guess if jeremiah <laughs> i was so Bishop happy i saw it. like i was just going through stories and he was like at the store and he like panned through i was like yes i now have credibility behind this <laughs> whatever <laughs> is that part of the training plan down in virginia no no not normally <laughs> even though i did 5 a.m baby food <laughs> i did get yelled at for only eating spaghettios every night <laughs> Why does that not surprise me? <laughs> was it out of the can, or were you yes, at least it was warming out of the them can up? Cold. Oh my god, that's great! I just, I just see you pulling a can out of your like jersey. Out of your jersey like, pocket. <laughs> no, yeah. you put no. You have to put it in a Ziploc bag with a straw. First. <laughs> with yeah, with a straw. straw. You just pull that out while you're you, while you're doing like a uh, two thousand foot climb. Just. <laughs> Okay, we're, we're ready to go now. Dude, there, there, there's carbs, sugars, and salts. Yeah. What more do you need? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, thank you, Mark. This is great. Yeah, Thanks thank for going through your 2019 season, and uh, we look forward to seeing what you do for 2020. Yeah, it's been amazing. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank you all for listening to the Dirty Chain Podcast, a Michigan Midpack Media production. Connect with us on Instagram and Facebook at Dirty Chain Podcast. Email us. Dirty Chain Podcast at gmail.com. Call our hotline 616 522 2641. Audio editing and original music by Trevor Gibney. Sheldon Little handles the social media, graphic design, and of course, bad decisions. And as always, keep your chain clean, but get your chain dirty. See you in the mid pack. Well, I guess I'm just sending it. <laughs>